caballeros, it's time, it's time for the Dani Vasporo Beach Party Four down, four down. That's all right. Go, go for it. Amigos, welcome back. Welcome back once again to the Califas Puro Pichi Party Podcast. El Pichi Califas and my older brother. The funny guy. El Gigante Guy Murray. Now, you know what? I've just, been fu- I just found out that I'm not so big. Well, I, I've seen your videos. Okay. Well, I'm big in Japan. Uh, and in Cuba. And in Cuba, I'm big. And, and in Korea, I'm big. How about Disneyland? No, not so big. In la madre, man. It's just a horrible thing. You know what I did? You guys have seen my other podcast. You know what? Every week it gets better and better and better. But this time I decided we're going to take a seat. And you know why we're going to take a seat? Because este cabron is always taller than me, you know? But We're kind of equal right now. Right like, now he is, but I, hey, I got better hair. Yeah, you do. Wait, wait, I, can fix, I can fix mine. Oh, mine is better now. Hijo de su madre. Por eso me caigo de este pinche güey. Yeah, well, here I am. Amigos, you know what? What an honor, man. What an honor. You guys all know. You guys all know. Come on. You can't lie to me. I'm looking at you, and I'm looking at you. Don't fucking lie, man. We all grew up watching wrestling. Lucha Libre, Saturday night. And um, Channel 13 with Gene LaBelle and um, Freddie Blassie, John Toes and all that, Matos Chingones. And then um, 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 on the Wednesday nights, we used to watch Univision, Univision Canal 34, yes. Miguelito Aronso. Oh, we would yeah. see Victor Rivera. We would see um, the Gordy Brothers, El, oh, you know, oh, hell yeah, Ray Mendoza, yeah. Mil Mascaras and all that shit. But you know what? I'm fucking honored. Are we allowed to cuss? Ah, fuck it, it's my show, fuck it, <laughs> you know what, man, I'm gonna, you know what, the other night, I was having some beers, you know, and there's this one vato, man, that one day, I thought, one day, I'm gonna kick his fucking ass, <laughs> oh, sorry, that wasn't a joke, vato, <laughs> I'm the comedian, oh, shit, you're the funny guy, huh, <laughs> so, anyways, you know what? There was going to be a Rey Mysterio, SoCal Pro Wrestling. And I had not been to the Boys Club since I was a little kid. You know, when my dad um, used to, me and my brother used to go to the Boys Club and stuff. Dude, very first time, I go to the SoCal Pro Wrestling. And I and I see this one vato. It wasn't Rey Mysterio. It was this one vato that, para mí, para mí, in my heart, man, that was my friend. That was my man. That one, The one and only El Chingon, you know, and... um. Amigos, por primera vez on the Spudo Pichi Party Podcast. El pee, 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 pee. So, amigo Califas. And the funny guy. Presents this one vato. This one vato. Anthony Idol. Ooh, baby. That's right, baby. The baller, the shot caller, the man who makes all the ladies holler. The incredible one, the neon phenomenon, Anthony Idol. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. They have a 
certain way to talk too. I, I just noticed that right now. They have a certain stadium, the business person. God damn it! Do that again. Do that again. Do something else. Do something else. What you are looking at is the man who rocks the Gucci and the Prada because he is the whole enchilada. The man who keeps a crowd moving like Molly. Makes your grandma say, oh, by golly, and your girlfriend say, uchi, wally, wally. That's right, you're looking at the lord of the lazy river, the neon phenomenon, the incredible Anthony Idol. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Wow, hey, Kalifas, man. Shit, that's freaking... Damn, man, man, I got chills just listening to that shit. Boy, I'm ready to go fight now. I'm ready to go fight. I, I, I can see the chills on your head. Yeah, well, like it's in the beep, 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 beep. I almost looking like uh, Anthony Idol's. Anthony Idol... I am so honored to have you here, man. You my know, pleasure, my pleasure, we, my pleasure. We, we've been talking for uh, like two, three years, man. Yep. And you know what? My whole idea is, you know, I am, we've we've been pushing this podcast shit. And, and I said, I don't want to just do Tejano music. I want to do all this kind of stuff. So then one night, I'm over here drinking a beer. Believe it or not, believe it or not, man. And I said, you know what? We all grew up watching Lucha Libre. And then the only guy that always has been in my mind in all this local... Um, South SoCal Pro Wrestling, and you've done other wrestling. Oh, yeah. um, what companies have you been with? Uh, pretty much every company in Southern California, so to the border to about Fresno, I, I've worked for most of them. Wow. Wow. Dude, wow. wow. No. And to me, this Vato, I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. To me, Anthony Idol has always been my, my, my fucking favorite one, man. My favorite one. And there was this one time, man, I went to watch you wrestle and everything, and, uh, and, and, uh, and then, um, what is a campeon, man? You're the fucking champ, dude. Couple places, couple places. Wow. I, I've had the big belt. But, uh, but you know what really fucking sucked, Beto? When you when you got hurt, man. Yeah, I, I tore both my pecs uh, off the bone. That did suck. I ended Ouch. up getting uh, surgery on both of them uh, about a month apart. Uh, so it took me about maybe a little bit more than a year to come back from that. So that, that was pretty, yeah, that sucked. But how does it feel, man, when all the people... Like, when you fucking walk in, you got that charisma, you got that cheese spot. American, the one and only Anthony Idol! Like, I was different because I didn't become a good guy in front of the fans. I disappeared. Okay. Because I got I got hurt, you know, uh, when I was uh, a rule breaker. Um, so <laughs> okay, you're going to have to explain that part, every, rule breaker. Man. Everybody, everybody missed me. Okay. Um, so. You were a jerk. Yeah, that's, but that's what, that's what made the difference like i got legitimate cards and letters from from real people wow I, I, they uh, missed you they want you wow. to well, right. i mean but it's it's deeper than that like the gofundme page i got yes, i didn't yes. start wow. that someone started yes. that on wow. my own behalf to have people uh, show out for me in that manner just that really really meant a lot for me or to me rather uh so it, like uh it's no bs man when i talk about the people and what they mean to me and the support that's all real now like that's all man. like a lot of people are talking about it and they're clapping their hands come on I don't. I don't feel like I. I don't have to beg for that. All I have to do is 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 vibrate through these people and show them how I'm feeling. And and uh, lucky for me, that love's been coming back about tenfold. Holy wow, shit! I like dude, that. Wow, I like how that. How does it feel? How does it feel, man? Like when you're walking into that ring. When you're walking in the ring. And I, I don't like your damn manager, that Fuji Machuli. That, that was a while ago, man. I'm, I'm I'm all done with Everett Scott, man. We put him to bed. Uh, Everett Scott and I had a uh, street fight. You can check that out on YouTube. Oh, that's, 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 <laughs> an ex excellent video package that'll explain the history between me and Everett Scott. Fuck uh, puto! He, did, oh, he, he helped me out a lot. It was difficult to achieve a lot of things. He did help me out, but then he started to claim responsibility and claim those achievements ah. as his own. Then he turned his back on me when puto. I was a, a one-armed man. 
Uh, he threw a fireball in my face. What the fuck? Yeah, what? Like, so that's that's the whole thing. Like I said, you can check it out on YouTube. Check it out on SoCalProWrestling.com or SoCalProWrestling YouTube. Okay. Uh, but all you got to do is search Anthony Idol, and uh, that'll probably come up. Or Anthony Idol Street oh, Fight Against. Yeah, I will you know definitely I, do that. I'm, I'm, about to, I'm so fucking fired up right now, I want to kick his ass. But, well, you know. We, <laughs> because geez, you know what, I, you don't know know if, I don't know if you'll see Everett Scott again, man. I put him under. That bitch, you're about to walk around with a fucking spray bottle. He was fucking wet as man. I told him that was dumb, man. I said somebody's going to jump around. No, but you know what he told us? That was Anthony Idol's fucking sweat. Oh, God damn. Okay. Okay. I can see how that can be a marketing <laughs> nightmare and some bullshit. And people go are into that part of the part of the show. So, so Anthony, how do, you, how do you get started on this shit, man? I mean, what, what, I mean. Always wanted to be a wrestler. Always, always, always wanted to be a wrestler since I was a little idols? kid. Um, I mean, I, I died in the wool Hulkamaniac. Yeah. Uh, just mesmerized by Bruiser Brody. Just the amount of chaos that was going on. Uh, couldn't get enough of the, the the interviews from Dusty Rhodes. Really loved it. Oh, you saw you know the Dusty Rhodes yeah, and the, the feud with the Horsemen and all that yeah, stuff. Really yeah, that drew me in. I like that visceral, emotional feeling. You talked about Channel Thirteen. My brain brain went to the UWF experience when, when the Mid South Wrestling became UWF on KCOP Thirteen. Uh, that's the one I think. I think that's what it was. It like, was just because there was so much blood and the big guys. You got to see uh, Terry Gordy and Steve Doctor Death Williams, yeah, Death Williams, P.S. Yes. Hayes on the microphone, and I just I love that whole thing. So yeah, I've just you know, always been about it. You know what I remember? Like um, Papito Firpo. I don't know where this wrestling was coming from, man, but this shit was like they they were like like damn dude they would fucking kick the shit out of each other, man. It kicked the shit out of each other. So then. So then you decide how how old were you in your first uh, match? Uh, let's see. Well, it depends on what you call my first match. You know, uh, I was a personal trainer for a while in San Diego. Uh, I was closing up the gym one night, pulling pool covers, and I don't really know what happened. I'm uh-huh. guessing some dude walked in the gym, and I don't know how this took place. But the next thing, I looked over my shoulder. There was like this five foot four. 245-pound fire plug like of dude. You know, this guy was <laughs> jacked up bodybuilder <laughs> with the hair down in the middle of his back. And this dude just looked at me and says, Hey, I fucking, I fucking hear you suit. You fucking want to be a fucking wrestler, okay? And I was like, okay, what? I was like, uh, yes, yes, sir. I want to be a wrestler. Okay, fucking, you come to, you come with me to fucking Poway. I fucking take you to Mexico. I fucking whip your ass. So I was like, uh, I was like, uh, okay, all right. So I went and met this strange man at a gas station. Jumped in his car. Uh, drove to Tijuana, promptly got my ass kicked for about four hours. Uh, I've never vomited doing anything athletic. Uh, I played basketball, I played college football. Uh, I've been conditioned. I, you know, I, re- I wrestled amateur style. I did a lot of things. So I got through that four hours practice, and uh, first stop, I leaned out the door and puked. <laughs> <laughs> I will make a wrestler out of you. I like that word. But, that, was, that was the shit right there. That's, but Anthony Idol, you were born in Vegas, weren't you? Oh, yeah. That's, that's the spot. So City yeah, of yeah, Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. After college, I, I, that's when I was working in San Diego. That's how I met you. Damn. So then, so then what happens? You, they say, I'm going to... I want to be a luchador. Wait, wait. I, n- I never, I never got work from that. I got trained, and I was sharp. Uh-huh. Uh, I, go, I would go so far as to say it was at least halfway dangerous. Uh, but that dude was never telling me, "Hey, grab your gear. I got a show. Wow. Grab your stuff. Go, come with me. I got a show." You know, I didn't get to learn the ropes that way. I was down in Mexico, and now looking back. I realized how well I was being treated. I should wow. never <laughs> left Mexico. Yeah. I should have never left Mexico. Uh, just because I, did I didn't know anything about anything. So um, nothing was really progressing. Him and I got into like a, ver- a verbal spat. I coached football for a year. 
uh, substitute taught for a year. Then I moved to, or pardon me, I tried out at UPW Wrestling, uh, broke my fifth metatarsal off my left foot, uh, took three months off, went back home, worked, saved money, moved to uh, Fountain Valley, uh, started training at UPW, but the, by then I was no longer in the, that favored status. So I just bumped around and trained, and like that was the depth of not knowing shit. About now, when, shit. when people when people um, hear you saying not that that uh, famous status, what does that mean? Uh, basically, UPW was uh, at least for part of the time they were in action, they were an affiliate of WWE, like officially. Um, so they filtered through a lot of bodies and being that they were that close to, uh, Los Angeles and the, that, that closely affiliated with WWE, they were very, well, let me, let me fill backfill that for you. Rick Bassman ran UPW. Okay. If you're not familiar with Rick Bassman, Rick Bassman is the guy who got Sting and the Ultimate Sting Warrior. Star. I, think, Warrior. I, I think I've seen so that on, uh, you can um, imagine Rick like to have yeah, big yeah. bodybuilder looking cats. Yeah, so now I, I show up like Nathan Jones, the guy who fought Brad Pitt in right, uh, right. Troy is in there. Right. Uh, horseshoe, uh, what was his name? Luther Reigns from SmackDown was there. Aaron Aguilera is there. So people are six foot seven, six foot nine, seven feet legit. Uh, man, so many people were there. Basically like all of television for most of the late nineties, early two thousands was at UPW. And I was a very small fish who did not know shit. I didn't know how to get gear. I didn't know how to get boots. I had one pair of Mexican boots that were awful. <laughs> and I just didn't know how to advance socially. So that first attempt at wrestling went kaplute. And we ended up really not getting a first match. If you want to count me wrestling my trainer in front of like 11 kids, uh, you know, in El Cajon, I don't count it uh, because I, I didn't, we didn't sell tickets and I didn't even know what was happening. So that, right. to me, that wasn't the first match. So my first match would be in probably February 2014 wow. in front of actual paying people. Wow. Wow. So when people ask me, hey, how long have you been doing this? Well, I've been chasing it since 99. Damn. And the most of the good stuff has been over the last eight years. We don't count, you know, ripping my pecs off. So in, so in 2014, your first match, you know, paying customers, what were your nerves? I mean, what, what I mean, how did you feel, man? Uh, not nervous. Ready to perform. Really? No, man. Ready like, to perform. You amped up. You have, like, a lot of people, they kind of scoff, but if you've ever played sports and you get hurt and you're on the sideline and coaches like, take mental reps, take mental reps. Well, I would, I would take my nephew to shows uh -huh. and I'd see these guys out there and they'd be running stuff and my mind would just start going crazy and start painting this picture of what I could do with so-and-so and, -so and, this, right. mm -hmm. and all these things that we could do. So my, I was taking these mental reps plus in all that time between not knowing shit about shit, yeah. I collected a lot of not knowing shit. I stopped pointing the finger at everybody else. Their fault, their fault, their fault, their fault. Now don't get me wrong. I was a handsome individual who could slam <laughs> hey, go ahead, basketball. So yeah. in my world, in my world, when you see someone there, I'm a teammate. I'm a team player. You lift right. someone up, you coach them up, you get them on the field. So I would not have neglected young me. Right. So I, I still, you know, they, they shouldn't have neglected young me, but that's fine. The other things were I didn't know how to do, I learned how to do in the meantime. So I wasn't nervous. I was well prepared. Right. So I, I all, my, uh, all my ingredients were prepped and ready to cook, man. Wow, hey, wow, 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 he had the wow. ingredients. So, he had the pot ready to stir. That was God. I used to wrestle collegiate and also Greco Roman. Yep. Uh, but I had my shit served to me so many times whenever I tried to get out of that arena, try to do something different. You know what's funny is I played sports. I'm, I always told my kids I was a starting guard in the fifth quarter in freshman football. 
So people, I played in the fifth quarter. My Got freshman the fifth year. quarter is real. I played fifth quarter because I sucked. Yeah. Just saying, but but uh, <laughs> but that's when the that's where the I most like, football. Or where and then I, I played play baseball, but they used to call me Wheels mm. because they said I ran really slow. But I don't mind it, dude. So Wheels. all right, but so that so that all of a sudden, when does Anthony Idol? Idol, what do we call it? I, um, I was Idol I, I was, I was Idol Anthony Fournier. Idol a long time. Like when I was working at the gym, you know, because everybody, every rookie who comes into wrestling school, they know their, they know their gimmick, they know their look, they know their finisher, they right. know everything day one. Even though this where I don't want to be the guy who you know, actually know everything. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not that guy, I'm not that guy. But what I am is a ninja skateboarder punk rocker, Damn. and my finish is the super kick. You're like, slow down, brother. <laughs> Let's see what fits. <laughs> Let's see some moves. Let's yeah. see what you got. So, like a lot of times, just there can be a bit much of a rush. It's kind of like let's see what develops. So, I didn't have that that problem because I already had all my shitty ideas out there. Mm-hmm. So, like when I was that young buck, I think I was like my first idea was going to be evil, spelled like evil can evil, E V E L, evil yeah. angel, and I was going to be this dark character. So I have like autographs in, from uh, like the destroyer. <laughs> Too evil. Good luck. Blah blah blah. Wow, that didn't happen. Um, uh, when I was getting trained in Mexico, the OG trainer was like, "You're gonna be a Scorpion Blanco, a Scorpion Blanco, a Scorpion Blanco." And finally, because they, you know, they train you, and as you go along, you start to get in front of the older dudes, older dudes, older right. dudes. So I met uh, Medico Assassino Junior. Yeah. And he's still uh, he's still working a little bit with EMW down in Mexico. Uh, he, he looks at my trainer, Tony, a Scorpion Blanco. Tony, El Migre. Boom. <laughs> so for a time, although, like I said, unbooked and never worked, there's a there's a photo of me in Boxy Lucha as El Migre, the, the terror of the undocumented. <laughs> the terror of the undocumented. Yeah, so I had already worked my way through it. Uh, in college, I had the blonde hair. All these girls. Uh, sorry, I had a flashback right there. <laughs> All these girls used to go, Billy Idol, Billy Idol, Billy Idol, because I was the only dude who get up and dance. So I, I, you know, yeah. one day these girls stopped me and they, Billy Idol, Billy Idol, Billy Idol, come, come eat lunch with me. Uh, so um, I sat down there and just my brain went through my old history books. And I remember flipping through the pages and I could see Austin Idol, big blonde dude, Damn. jacked up. And I was like, I got it. I'm going to do it. That's it. You know what? I like it. I, again, I started I, I started going to the SoCal Pro Wrestling, and, uh-huh. uh, you know, and growing up, I went to the Olympic Auditorium, you know, and it, it was just crazy because, you know, watching him on, on Channel 13, KCOP, that is true, and then, um, 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 oh, my God, it was the NWA, I believe. It was NWA, you know, and we used to see uh, uh, Mil Mascaras, um, I mean, all the Mexican wrestlers, man. I mean, to me, este vato, oh my God, I'm going blank right now. Um, oh, John Tolles was my, one of my favorites, wow. dude. Look at John Tolles, uh, Pedro Rivera, and all that shit, you know? So I remember my uncle, my uncle Teo Mo and my dad Rossi taking us to the Olympic Auditorium. Mm-hmm. It was, the, um, oh, my God, Ruben Juarez. And, and all of them, I go, oh, my God, dude, this fucking place is packed. Bunch of Mexicans. Loving it. Which is cool, you Loving know, because it. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm Mexican, but it was like, you see this shit on TV, and then, uh, you know, just being there, just being there, you know, and, and then, like I said, man, 
you know, they used to have San Diego wrestling. Uh, the end of the, I don't know if it was who it was, but it was in Coronado, someplace in San Diego, mm-hmm. Coronado Hotel, you know, and everything. And and I, and I told my wife, Mama, I want to go see this wrestling. I want to go see this. And like I said, man, I um, to me, my my this to here, Mr. Anthony Idol, is just like, I don't know if it was his hair, his his personality, that, the way he fucking walked up on that damn ring with that belt, you know, because I used to be strong like this, man. Can I show the muscles? Sure, sure. Go for it. Carmen, take una photo, Carmen. <laughs> I used to be like that, honestly, but they gave me some steroids and shit, and then he went down, and everything went down yeah. on my strength, but it happens this all the time. This knows how to do the ring. Um, he, he, it's, it's una, it's una, una, una chingoneria, man. A big-ass guy, man. You know, you know what I was most impressed by Carmen. is the actual size of the ring and how much space there is. You're like, you're way up here, and you're like, but once you get in that ring, it's like, Jesus. Well, they're not all regulation, so like so, some rings are smaller for yeah. smaller venues. I've been in a, I think I've been in a 12 by 12. A 12 I know by I've definitely, 12. I've definitely been in a 14 by 14. I can see these big guys dinking around in a 12, oh my God. So like freaking... most the TV rings are typically 20 by 20. 20 by 20s. Yeah. Uh, a few places like EWF, Empire Wrestling Federation, San Bernardino, and the Inland Empire, they have a 20 by 20 rings, so it's nice to, to get down in that. Um, typically, most independents sixteen by sixteen ring. Okay. How about how about the when have you have you had those fights? I think I've seen it um, in those in those cages. I I've been in one steel cage match and then uh, nope two steel cage two matches cage, right. and then I have a steel cage championship match coming up on May the first in San Bernardino. I saw wow. That. But you know what? You know what? I remember. I don't know. Okay, again, you're you're older than me, like. 30 years, but, uh, but anyways, <laughs> I don't want to piss you off, dude, because you can fucking piss off at me, I'm going to kick your ass, dude. That's it. I, I, let me, let me tie this shit down right now. It's going to go on. But I remember the, 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 back in the days when they, when they did the, the cage fights, there was a little guy, you had to climb that damn gate. Yeah. Hey, now they open the gate. Don't be a bitch, man. All right. The, Talk to me. The, the escaping the cage was strictly for Bruno. San Martino. Yeah, strictly for Bruno yeah. San Martino. So the idea was that Bruno's going to leave this guy laying and then just walk out because, like, this guy's dead. He can't do anything. Can't do anything. Uh-huh. The other guy might try to run away from Bruno, but Bruno's always going to catch his ass and whip that ass. Yeah. So you don't really see that many escape the cages anymore. Like, it worked for Bruno. It really didn't. Yeah. A little bit for Hulk. Um, but mo- I, I always prefer the NWA version where you got to pin the guy. Yeah. And the idea was that the cage was to keep everybody else out, keep you all in. Mm-hmm. Let's get, let's mm-hmm. settle it. Yeah. Is that ass? So on, on May the first, it's going to be the problem solver. Ain't nobody getting in. Right on. Getting out. That's that ass, dude. It's San Bernardino. Vamos, vato. Vamos. San Bernardino. I don't. I don't think we need a green card to go to San Bernardino. Uh, you got to make it past that border crossing. That's all I'm worried about. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Powers yeah. of Pain will be there. Powers of Pain. Oh shit, I'm going. That's it. Warlord. Sam Adonis from uh, AAA will be there. Oh, Mysterioso. A couple other lucha guys will be there. So it should be a good show. Hey, what's the name of that that sneaky ass dude um, that would fight with you? That you got. Trash cans and shit. We're talking I, about Dirty Doug. Dirty Ron? Oh, man, that the stinks, dude. Dirty Doug, yeah. Dirty. Oh, Dirty, is it Dirty Doug? Yeah. Uh, not, not Dernal Ronald McDonald. Uh, I don't know about Dirty Jeremy? McDonald. Yeah, um, that that guy is insane. He's actually a comic, but he makes his money a little bit on the on the, on the the wrestling circuit. Right on, good for him. So good what, what's been him. your toughest wrestling match with who? who? Uh, you know, <laughs> like physically it was drawing a lot was, out of I, me yeah took, took the most out of you I don't know I mean I, I 
puked after going like 45 minutes in a battle royal. Okay. Uh, like one time I lost a bunch of blood and kind of like during, I was like, well, I'm doing okay. And then when I went back to back and looked at it on tape, I'm like, wow, I'm really flailing around. I guess I did lose a lot of blood. Wow. Um, I've had a few concussions where just go on autopilot and really not know. Uh, but I really can like really only remember one specific time where I had to dig deep, uh, like 2015 against Brandon Gatson in EWF. I just remember that specifically, like I really had to, to, to go to another place and, and pull it out. Oh. Uh, usually in the big spots, it's not a problem. I'm, I'm kind of, I, li- I like to think of myself as cool under, under pressure. I don't, I don't like people who crack and freak out and yeah, get yeah. super duper emotional. Don't get me wrong, an emotional guy, like, but it's all, it, I think it comes from football. It's just like, there's a time to lose your shit. And every other time we, we have lost our shit, we just are doing it in this very focused, controlled manner. Yeah. Well, the last time I think I saw you fight, um, there was, we were in San Marcos. Dude, you fucking pissed me off, man. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. If you want to kick my ass, you better kick his ass first. Come okay? through me. But Come you know what really me. pissed me off, bro? Because you were a fucking coward, man. You were a fucking when? coward. When? Wait, Dude. what? <laughs> yeah, you were a fucking coward. I, I can't remember who I, you were. I mean, I chased down a guy with a, who was holding the barbed wire bat, so yeah, I'm, I'm anxious I, I know, to hear I when I was a coward. Well, because you know what? You were you really fucked it up, brother, and I was pissed off at you, Oh, man. my God. You're going to get destroyed. You, you know get, what? If you destroyed. You hit the black man. Make sure the okay. camera's running. You're about but, to get trashed here. But, but you know what really pissed me off? Because this coward here, this coward here, I don't know what the, I don't, I can't recall what we did, but he fucking beat the fucking shit out I'm of the guy. Up, he, beat, he beat the shit out of his vato. Okay. Oh, and yeah, then he yeah. fucking runs. Like, what the fuck are you running for? Come back. Oh, okay. I wanted to follow his ass. There has to be a reason. All right. Well, well was, yeah, because... Uh, Come on, so dude. Well, A, number one, bring up old shit from like 40 years ago. <laughs> it I don't matter. I still had a mustache. I was like a different hey, guy. Hey, take two years away because of the COVID. So it was two years ago. Let's add two years is what that is. Not take two years away. That's add. It's still add. It's, Gee, now it's you're gonna, nothing was moving. Now you're going to get your fucking attitude, man. Because, yeah, because that's what I do. I share the attitude. People feel they love it. They love okay, it. Okay, everybody's been loving me for two years. So you bring up this evil bad guy who dragged Nick Lovin. But Nick Lovin, he had that coming. Don't that's act like bullshit. there is no there is no way innocence. There's because the cops. Oh shit! Oh, the cops are definitely. <laughs> Hello, dude. Okay, so Nick Levin was not booked that night. Nick Levin had troubles with the girlfriend. Oh, I told him to stay away from that woman, but he brought that woman back in. Then I said, don't let that woman in the building. Then that woman is in the building. Then he doesn't show up for the card. Then he sit right this next to that woman. Real. Right the so then this I'm gonna take real life. Back. So then I grabbed that MF and pulled him over the rail and beat the shit out of him. And then he had to come back to face me. So there's always a means to an end. Just like these dudes in the UFC when they throw a bag of beans on the guy from Puerto Rico, Ooh. they're trying to get you to buy the pay per view. Exactly. It doesn't matter that you're hot. Nope. It doesn't matter Boom. that you have hurt feelings about it. What matters is Boom. that you buy the ticket. And I had to get Nick Lovin to buy the ticket to take that ride, to take that ass whooping. So there is always a means to an end. That's not That's a, always. a cowardice, but the cops are showing up. I'm not going to stick around for the cops. Got to go. Okay, okay, Got to okay. go. Right, now, yeah, because I, I remember running, dude. You know what, Betty? Yeah, put your damn glasses on, bro, because you're fucking pissing me off. <laughs> I can't hit a man with glasses, Yo, You were a sucker, man. Well, you were kidding me. You got to calm the fuck. Really fucking pissing me off right now, man. You know... Wait. I'm right breathe, now, right breathe. now, no, don't tell me to be quiet, man. No, I'm not saying be okay, quiet. I'm no, saying, well, let me talk. I'm saying, breathe. <sighs> Reel it in. All right. Now let's go. So how you been? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what, man? I love it. I you love know it. what, guys? I, I hope you 
guys are enjoying this show, man, because you know what? Like I said, man, I told you guys we're going to be doing fucking Tejano uh, interviews. We're going to do gruperos. We're working on strippers. Got to still do the strippers. I'm, I mean, I'm but waiting. not the midget ones. I'm hanging out for the, man, the Midget Warmers got a big dump of dust. It's for little people. I heard they're like... Badum, badum. The twins are seen on Instagram. I know some people. The twins from Instagram. Come on, man. I know some people. The synchronized dads. I know some people. Don't discount anything. We're going to do that. So right here on the Khalifa Studio, on the Puto Pinchy Party Podcast. He does it every once in a while, too. And we love it. Anthony, we want to thank you for coming down. We keep them short. We keep them nice and factual and entertaining as always. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, mm. come back and catch us one other time. See you later. Hey, hey before we wait, go, wait, 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 wait. Before we go, let's tell him how they can oh, see Oh, how you can Anthony see him. Idol. How you going to see him? What do you got? Your platforms and all that shit. All the socials on Twitter, on Instagram, at Anthony Idol, on Facebook, as Anthony Idol. Do not send me a friend request. No. Don't do that. No you wonder. Want, you want to hit me on the messenger? I'll talk to you. I got time. But don't send me a friend request. I'm done with that. Uh, let's see. Uh, YouTube channels, Anthony Idol, but most of the other stuff's on somebody else's channel, so just search Anthony Idol. Pro Wrestling Tees. Pro Wrestling Tees backslash Neon Phenomenon. Or just search Anthony Idol. Got the number one seller, at least on my site. Pool Party World Tour. Jurassic Mine. That's right, Pekasaurus Rex is back in the house for it. summertime. Woo! Stand up, stand up, let's stand up. And flex, and tell everybody who you is once again. That's right, you are looking at the baller, the shot caller, the man who makes all the ladies holler, the neon phenomenon, Anthony Idol. Woo! <laughs> Peace! Peace! To be on our show, Contact Khalifas, Khalifa Studio, 760-208-7264. If you want to be on our show or our next episode, get in touch with us today.